Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Well, it's just August now, but those ballots are going to be in your mailbox before you know it. And we're talking about the big one in Colorado this year. Proposition HH. Could also be known as Preparation HH. Jamie's giving the... uh, don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour. This is Jeff Hunt, Chief Wagon Boss of this operation. On the board, Michael Geronimo Arpaio and Jamie Erker, the Mighty One. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're thankful we're not getting all the government we are paying for. So as I mentioned, on your ballot that you're going to be receiving next month, two months or so, less than that, is... Proposition HH. What is this? How does it affect your property taxes? How does it affect Tabor? All those issues we're going to be covering on today's show. And I've brought in the big guns, the big dog, Ben Murray, to help us think through all this. He serves as the director of the Independence Institute's Fiscal Policy Center, working to promote fiscal responsibility in the Colorado government and to defend the Taxpayer Bill of Rights. I thought Jared Polis sent us those checks, Ben. Is that the... The Tabor <laughs> refund checks? Yeah, right. The Colorado cash, <laughs> cash back. back. <laughs> right. Election year, Jared Polis is going to send everyone money. Why wouldn't we vote for this guy again, right? Uh, brilliant move by a by a politician, but no, that is not the cashback program. That was not from Jared Polis's own bank accounts. That came from the taxpayers. That came from you, and thank God for the Taxpayer Bill of Rights because that came back to you. So let's start at the very beginning here. There's only going to be two statewide questions to voters this year. We're going to talk about Proposition HH, one of those it's going to be on your ballot. Where did this come from? Well, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you having me on, and and it's, it's a pleasure. But it's, it's speci- especially important that we're talking about this issue because, yeah. you know, Proposition HH is a tax increase. You know, bottom line, it's a tax it increase. It is. Uh, you want to get that reading the language, so it's a tax increase? By the way, let's. I'm going to pull up some of the um, actual language here. And maybe we can read through it because this is what people are going to see. But you, you, you're saying it's a tax increase. Okay, so, go ahead. So yeah, you wouldn't know that, right? So he, uh, this is a great place to start, if, if if I may. This measure, when people see it on the ballot, this is what they're going to read. This is what the legislature wrote for voters to see on the ballot. Shall the state reduce property taxes for homes and businesses? And then it goes on. But that's how it starts. So it sounds like a property tax reduction. It sounds like a tax reduction. In truth, Proposition HH, if it passes, will still result in the largest property tax increase in state history. Wow. And number two, it will increase your state taxes. Remember, local taxes are, are property taxes are local, right? So it will still result in the largest local property tax increase in state history if it wins. But if it wins, you'll also give up your Tabor refunds effectively increasing your state taxes by billions and billions of dollars. I mean, that's the gut punch when I think about this, right? So let's first start, let's go back and talk a little bit about the Taxpayer Bill of Rights. What does that do? 
And why is it a problem that we're going to possibly get rid of it? Yeah, you know, I take it for granted that people just know what the taxpayer's bill of rights is. It's also known as TABOR. But, you know, there are a lot of new residents who don't. So this is important to talk about because this is what has protected this is a constitutional protection that has helped protect colorado for not three decades actually it's been Mm -hmm. just three decades it was passed in 1992 by voters it amended the constitution and it does two things primarily It actually does a lot of things that people don't normally talk about but there are two things that are the most important number one is it says there's a limit in how much the government can grow there's a limit in how much of your money the government can take from you and spend I think that's reasonable. Actually, I think mm-hmm. it's radical to say there shouldn't be a limit right. <laughs> in how much the government can take from right. you and spend, right? So I think it's reasonable to say, hey, there should be some kind of a limit. Now, what is that limit? It says automatically, without asking, just by default, the government gets an increase in your money adjusted for inflation and population growth, right? So they get more of your money as the population grows. They get more of our money as Coloradans as, as a whole as population grows and inflation devalues the dollar. Okay. That's fine. That's that's an adjustment. But if they want more than that, and this is the second part of Tabor, if they want more than that, they have to ask us. If they want to increase tax rates, they have to ask us. If if they collect more than what they're allowed to collect, they have to refund it to us. If they want to not refund it to us, they have to ask us. And that's what Proposition HH is really asking you. It's saying, hey, we're going to have to refund you money over the next several years because we're expecting that we're probably going to overcollect on, on, on your taxes. We'd like to not refund that to you. May we not refund that to you? Can we keep your refunds, please? That's what Proposition HH is asking. And this hasn't just kind of shown up out of nowhere. Democrats in the state of Colorado have really not liked Tabor for a long time. I mean, it has gotten in their way of kind of a utopian, progressive state where they have total access to your capital and can just continue to grow your taxes and fund their special projects. So... They've been going after this for years, and it keeps failing. Direct efforts to repeal Tabor keep failing when they're when it's voted upon by the people of Colorado. And this is where kind of Colorado's social libertarian leanings bend our way. I, normally, I'm, I'm on the opposite side of just about every social issue that the voters of Colorado embrace. But on this one, over and over again, led by the Independence Institute, we've been able to keep taxes low keep government limited with regards to its ability to tax us and the voters seem pretty happy about that so now you kind of have this new scheme that's been developed by democrats down at the state legislature right this was passed out of the state legislature to try to to take on Tabor, and they're utilizing the property tax problem right is that kind of the the shiny thing they're getting everyone's attention with that's right and and i don't know how much you want to back up but you're alluding to what's on about on the ballot here shall the state reduce property taxes so I, what i just explained hh does why is hh on the ballot there it's on the ballot because Tabor says the taxpayer bill of rights says they need to ask us if they want to if they want to keep more of our money right that's why HH is on the ballot. So why does the ballot question begin with shall the state reduce property taxes? That's what you're getting at here is this is the impetus. This is the crisis that they're using to put HH on the ballot and try to take our table refunds, right? In the spirit of never let a good crisis go to waste, (laughs) right? They said, well, gosh, you know, we tried in 2019 with Proposition CC. So longer time residents of Colorado might remember Proposition CC in 2019, where the same politicians who are putting HH on the ballot said, 
hey, can we keep your Tabor refunds? Can we just keep those forever? Increase your taxes by billions of dollars. And the people of Colorado, so they kind of asked directly. They were really honest about their intentions. And if you read the Democrat Party platform in Colorado, the very first point under taxation is repeal Tabor, period. Right. So they, they don't like Tabor. They don't like that there's a limit on the growth in government. They don't like that there's a limit on how much of your money they can take and spend. Um, and, and they've been trying for years to get rid of it. So Proposition CC, if you go back in the in the way back ago machine, um, in 2019, they just asked us directly. They said, hey, can we keep can, can we get rid of that limit? Can we keep keep all your refunds? And the voters were like, uh, no. So HH is like is a second go at the same thing. But they they realized asking directly and honestly didn't work and it's not going to work because people like Tabor and they want to keep their Tabor refunds. So they're making it about something else. They're saying, oh, well, gosh, we got this massive property tax increase. Let's use that as an impetus, as an excuse to get people to surrender over their Tabor refunds to us. And here's how we're going to do it. We're not going to say in the ballot language that, that people by voting for this are giving up their Tabor refunds. Right. We're not going to say that. We're going to say that that by voting for this, they're going to reduce their own property taxes. But in truth, property taxes are still going to go up the most in state history, and you're going to give up your Tabor refunds. So when you read this, where does it say you're going to give up your Tabor refunds? So shall the state reduce property taxes for homes and businesses, including expanding property tax relief for seniors? By the way, we need to get into that senior thing later. Okay. <laughs> and backfill counties, water districts, fire districts, ambulance and hospital districts, and other local governments, and fund school districts by using a portion of the state's surplus to the Proposition HH cap as defined in this measure. We've got about one minute before a break. Where does it say we're going to reject Tabor? Well, you just said it. You just read it. Hmm. Now, did anybody listening hear from what Jeff just read that you're giving up your Tabor refunds forever? They said it, but they said it in language nobody will understand. It's that by using a portion of the state surplus, that's the extra money they collected that they have to give it back to you hmm. because they overcollected. They took too much of your money, more than they're allowed to keep, right? So they want to use that, quote, state surplus, your Tabor refunds, up to the Proposition HH cap. What does that mean? They're raising the cap of how big government can get. Hmm. By the way, the, in, 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 that cap increases exponentially over time, which we'll, we should get into that. Hmm. But so they're increasing the cap of how g big government's allowed to get, how much of your money they're allowed to keep. They're increasing exponentially over time, and they're keeping that money and spending it on other, on other things. That's what they're telling you there. Wow. I mean, it, it really, it's almost like translating a foreign language in order to get what they're really trying to do. So leftists in Colorado tried to take down Tabor. They send it out as a message to you directly, and of course it's rejected. So a few years later, here they come with a coded message that will ultimately result in you losing your Tabor refund. That's what we're going to be covering on this show. Uh, we're just, this is just the beginning of it. We have a brilliant tax analyst, economic analyst in the studio, Ben Murray, who serves as the director of the Independence Institute's Fiscal Policy Center. And when we come back, we'll continue this conversation. You need to know how Proposition HH is going to affect you. It's on the ballot. You're going to be voting on it. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> 